I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. Now, today, we are talking all things past. We are talking, you know, anything that has happened in the past of your relationship that you now use as, um, let's just say, ammo in your current status, your present day. (laughs) Listen, I know that we have all been there. I know that we have all been in the moment of an argument and talking about maybe something completely irrelevant. And then all of a sudden you kind of just blurt out, but you used to do this and you did that. And, you know, you're throwing the past in your partner's face to, you know, to say the least. So I want to go through what that looks like, how to navigate that, and maybe give you some tips and ideas to help you move forward from the past so you're not stuck in this cycle of constantly focusing on what did happen previously and maybe can help you start focusing on present day. Okay, so let's just dive right into some some examples of past events that may be difficult for you to let go of, right? These include cheating. Okay, let's just Let's just say it. Let's just say infidelity. This could be emotional. If you listened to my last episode, I talked a little bit about how, you know, I went through a little bit of an emotional infidelity thing with my partner. So if anyone knows about bringing up the past in her current present day, that is me right here. I am so guilty of that. This could also be infidelity in the form of physical infidelity. This could be even just your partner leaving an inappropriate message on somebody's social media page, right? I think now, especially with social media, um, the accessibility thing has gotten very easy. It is very accessible to reconnect with an ex. It is very accessible to flirt and send a DM that can then snowball, if you know what I'm saying, okay? Another form, you know, of something from the past that could be lying or betrayal of trust, right? This could be your partner saying they're somewhere when they're not there, you know, any form of lying or, you know, something that just like really makes you question, um, are you fucking telling me the truth or not, right? This could also look like abandonment. And maybe you previously went through a breakup in your relationship and you're going through that on and off phase multiple times, right? You can't trust the, you know, security and safety of that relationship if you're constantly being on and off in that relationship you may have feelings of abandonment right some past events could also include lack of vulnerability maybe previously in your relationship your partner or you yourself had a really hard time expressing your feelings allowing yourself to be vulnerable and really breaking that wall down to let somebody get close to you so 
All of these are forms and examples of some past events that can be difficult for us to let go in our present day world, okay? And I just want to say that it's so normal. It's so normal. It's easy for us to sit here and say like, no, just move forward from the past. Forget the past. The past doesn't matter because it's already happened. Okay, yeah, I fucking get that. But however that saying goes, you know, you can forgive, but you can't forget. It's so true. It's just so fucking true. And there's ways to kind of move forward, but it takes work and it takes choice and it takes mindfulness. And I'm going to go through a lot of those things. Okay. And I just want to also reiterate that those who do struggle to let go of specific events from the past may have very well likely experienced some trauma when those past experiences happened, right? And trauma is the kind of psychological wound that can result from any distressing experience, you know, such as loss, such as danger, such as like super fucking deep embarrassment when any of those above examples happened, okay? So just to give you a little bit of context, I have a true, true, true anxiety of being in the car, especially as a passenger, okay? Because of a past experience that was so distressing for me, I lost a really close best friend of mine when I was only 13 years old in a car accident, okay? And he died when I was 13. It was the first loss, the first form of grief I ever experienced. And so even now at 32 fucking years old, I have really bad car anxiety because of the trauma that I experienced. So that results in me yelling at my partner to slow the fuck down every time I'm riding shotgun. Okay. So there's just that. So all of these things from your past that maybe do sometimes show up in your current future, present, whatever, may have left a little bit of that trauma, may have just, you know, one of those things. Another example I'd like to share is the example of deep embarrassment. In my previous abusive relationship, I was constantly exposed to horrendous, horrendous embarrassment. Me and my ex were still together. We were still hooking up. We were still doing the fucking whole in-between bullshit. And then every time I would see him out at a bar, in his mind, I didn't exist. So he would embarrass me. He would make me look crazy. He would make me look like I was the one who was like doing all these crazy things and make me portray me as this person that I really wasn't. And I experienced deep, deep embarrassment. Okay. And those are all things that happened outside of my current relationship. But even in my current relationship, last episode, I talked about the emotional infidelity that I experienced, and that still shows up, right? I experienced some trauma from that. So I just want to reiterate that you're not alone. All of these things are normal. And maybe some of the things that you bring up from your past stem way further back than you even realize, okay? So because people also hold on to the past for other reasons, right? A part of us also longs for positive experiences, right? That are maybe now over. And we dwell on past events because of unconscious desire to avoid being hurt in the future, right? Sometimes we focus on so much of, well, you did this in the past to me. You did this in the past to me. You're holding on to that in an effort to protect yourself from ever getting hurt again because you were hurt so bad, okay? But that's okay. It's okay. That comes with like deep healing, 
super trauma work, but I just want to bring that to your attention that all of these things that you may be feeling that result in you bringing the past to light, they stem from somewhere. They come from somewhere. They rooted in you from somewhere. So there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken, okay? And if you have any past trauma or any relationship trauma that you ever want to explore or heal, I have an amazing, 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 life-changing group workshop that I do for women to heal past relationship trauma. It's my fucking favorite thing that I offer. Anyway, let's get into some ways to kind of help you move forward instead of like dwelling on the past, okay? So first and foremost, we want you to make a commitment to yourself that you are ready to let it go, right? Letting go of the past is, it's honestly just a conscious decision that you make. It's a fucking choice. You have to be at the point where you're like, I cannot dwell in the past any longer. I am going to commit to myself that I am going to work on letting it go. Just call me fucking Elsa up in this bitch, okay? And I am making a conscious choice, a conscious choice to move forward, okay? So that has to happen. First and foremost, acknowledgement, commitment to yourself that you are going to let it go. It's a choice, right? Next, you have to feel all the feelings. I know we avoid feeling feelings often. I have gotten very good at feeling my feelings if I just, you know, say so myself because I always feel better after I feel my feelings because I have said it before and I will say it again. Feelings are called feelings because they are meant to be felt, okay? No matter if you just feel like crying on a random Wednesday, which I do often, just do it. You don't need a reason. You should feel all the feelings without trying to fight those feelings or fix those feelings, okay? If this is like an an amazingly important step towards processing what previously may have happened in your relationship or previously happened in another relationship, okay? You have to acknowledge and then feel what those feelings are making you want to feel. Don't fight them. Don't be like, oh my God, this is so weak of me to cry. Just cry. And if you're afraid that if you start crying that you won't be able to stop, Simply put a timer on and be like, okay, I'm giving myself 15 to 20 minutes to cry, to get mad, to do all those things. And then I'm going to pull myself together and I am going to be okay. And I'm going to move forward until the next time I need to feel those feelings. Okay. And then, you know, this whole process doesn't mean you need to blame yourself, right? Blaming yourself is something that we do often for things that may have happened in our relationships, for things that may have happened in our previous relationships or any trauma that we may have experienced. We tend to feel a lot of shame. We tend to feel a lot of guilt around the negative experiences that we have gone through in our lives. But you are not to blame. You're simply just a human being doing the best you can, living your life the best you fucking can, right? You know, you have to just simply acknowledge what happened for you, right? And take any ownership of any past actions that you may have felt contributed to any past infidelity, any past heartache, any of those past experiences, right? It's important. It's important. We're not all perfect. Sometimes we fuck up. In the last episode, I took ownership for where things took a turn in my relationship. You know, not one person is always to blame. 
In a relationship, there are two people, and two people are responsible for making things work. And two people could also be responsible when things don't work, okay? I also really want to encourage you to practice mindfulness. What does that mean? It means noticing the small joys, okay? In your relationship, in life, whatever that looks like for you to be able to focus on present moments, right? Whether that is focusing on, wow, this meal tastes freaking delicious and not focusing on the fact that maybe, you know, in the past, your partner fucked up a bunch of meals. Let's focus on this delicious meal right here, right now, right? Or focusing on the small joys such as the warmth of the sun on your skin. Oh, that's like my favorite thing when like maybe it's even cold outside and all of a sudden the sun hits your face and you just feel it on your face. Taking those moments, those small little moments that you don't really think about very often help you really remain in the present day, in those present moments, right? And I think that sometimes we just need to be snapped back into those present moments a little bit. And that means making those conscious decisions to notice how the glitter on the top of the water happens when the sun reflects on it, right? Those small, tiny little moments, okay? Another way to practice mindfulness is, you know, this one is not necessarily all the way for me, but it, it, it actually does help me when I reluctantly do it, spending time in nature, okay? Bringing attention back to your environment whenever your mind wanders is something that's like really beautiful and really amazing to bring you back to the present moment. For me personally, it's not being out in the middle of the forest, but it's definitely sitting by the water, just taking it all in, okay? And lastly, another thing would be engaging in mindful, creative hobbies, okay? Such as coloring, playing musical instruments, or meditation. I personally meditate morning and night. So like right when I wake up, I get up, I go pee, and then I go back to bed, and then I meditate before I do anything else. And then I also meditate about 30 minutes before I get ready for bed because that's when your subconscious mind is the most, let's just say, malleable. (laughs) So those are the things that I really suggest for practicing mindfulness when you're really working on trying to stay in those present moments and not letting your mind drift to the past, all right? And then lastly, but you know, my most favorite and to be honest, in my opinion, the most important, this is something that we spend a lot of time in in my healing workshop is the practice of forgiveness. And I know that the idea of forgiveness can be a little bit controversial because we think that, no, like, why would I forgive someone that hurt me so badly? Why would I forgive someone that caused me so much trauma, right? It's, it's, it's hard, right? Especially if you're the person who has experienced that wrongdoing, you see forgiveness as like letting it go. But that's the point of this conversation, right? is letting it kind of go, start the process of letting things go. Not because they didn't matter, not because it didn't hurt you, but because you're simply ready to move forward and staying stuck instead of staying stuck in the past, right? But you know, forgiveness does not mean condoning the harmful actions that other people may have brought upon you or done to you, right? It doesn't mean accepting their apologies either. Forgiveness can mean that someone's actions were damaging while also letting go of the 
anger and the hurt and the pain so it can benefit your own well-being. So you can forgive for yourself. So you can forgive to like release some of that heavy weight that you've been carrying. It's not for them. It's not for whoever hurt you. Forgiveness is for you and you alone most of the time, right? And it can take work. Forgiveness is not fucking easy. Forgiving others and forgiving yourself, maybe. It's not easy, right? It can involve processing a lot of emotional pain, understanding what may have caused that emotional pain, and thinking about what it would take to forgive someone. Because forgiving someone is a conscious decision, and it's it's hard to even get to that point. But sometimes it takes hitting that plateau of being like, okay, I'm on my healing journey. I'm in this beautiful relationship, but I can't let go of the past, right? What is it going to take for you to forgive? What is it going to take for you to let go? What is it going to take for you to move forward? Maybe it just takes you determining that for yourself. Are you at that rock bottom point where you're like, I can't keep carrying this fucking baggage. I can't keep carrying the past on my back because I am so ready to just fly and move forward, right? And I know that some people say that everything heals with time. And that is honestly true to some extent. With time, memories from the past become just a little bit easier to deal with, right? So all of these things combined is honestly going to really help you remain in the present moment not use your past experiences as ammo against your partner is going to make honestly a night and day difference with how you fight, how you argue, how you overcome challenges, and how you communicate with one another. So it's so, so important. And if you struggle with forgiveness, if you struggle with healing from the past, if you struggle with any trauma that you do need to move forward from, I highly encourage you to reach out to me and ask me about my relationship trauma workshop. It's freaking amazing. It is a group program and you also get one-on-one calls on top of that program. And some of the girls who have been in it have seen the most transformational things happen in their lives and in their relationships. It's just the most fucking beautiful thing ever. It's my favorite program that I offer. So I want to leave you with that to try and remain present. And, you know, it's okay if you bring up the past every now and then, but I really want to encourage you to move away from focusing so much on the past using these tips and really trying to remain in the present moment. Because at the end of the day, it is true. You will never relive that past ever again. It's already done, it's already gone, it's already happened. Can't change it, cannot change it. You also can't change the future. You don't even know what's gonna happen in the future. Why worry about the future, right? Nothing's happened yet. The only thing that we ever have is right here and right now and living in this present moment. So do yourself, and do your relationships a favor and really try and focus on remaining in the present. And I am going to leave you with that. I hope you have an amazing rest of your morning, afternoon, or night whenever you are catching this episode. And just remember how much I love you. I'll talk to you guys next week.